phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Okay, let me get out the slides. So again, I really appreciate those of you guys that have made it to the live. <laughs> I know that it was a bit of a, a change of plans today, but um, basically yesterday evening when we finished recording the EA together, I looked over and a little Mai Mai um, was really struggling to sit down. How many of you guys here have pets? Tam has a pet. Danielle has half a pet. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Sandra, do you have a pet? Do you have a pet? No. Okay. Yeah, don't have one. Danielle is like, hi, how's Maya? So um, I see her and she's being really strange. She just starts like shaking. And I think that she's, Tam's like, look at my pet. And she starts like having these convulsions. Um, and she goes to sit down and she can't really sit down. And I'm like, this is so strange. So I think, oh, maybe she's just really cold. So I wrapped her up in blankets. And last night I was super duper, just like aware that she was being strange. Um, if you've got dogs, you know that you're like super attuned to them, or at least I'm very attuned to my dog. I'm like constantly, you know, not just in an anxious way, but you just feel it. It's almost like you're the mother, aren't you? Anyway, so at 4 a.m., I was woken up this morning and we can laugh at this image, okay? Because it is funny. I'm woken up this morning, Maya's next to me in bed. There is vomit everywhere, okay? <laughs> Yellow vomit everywhere. And I'm like, it's four in the morning. I wake up and I'm going to tie this to, to what we're learning because I always like to speak to like real life examples as we're learning a, a, a topic, right? And so I wake up and I'm, I'm tired. Initially, like I'm pissed off because I'm like, fucking hell, I slept four hours the night before because I've just got back from Dubai. God, just give me eight hours sleep, you know? And then I realize, oh, she really isn't very well. And I'm like, okay, Hannah, well, you've just taught on attitude. <laughs> you know, you've got to watch your attitude. So I get up, I clean the sick and Maya is really struggling to walk. So her back legs aren't working properly. She's like super duper poorly. She looks like really inflamed. I'm like, I mean, she's a big dog, but she looked inflamed. So I call the emergency vet and they're like, you don't need to bring her to the to the vet doctors um, yet. Bring her first thing in the morning. I wake up in the morning. I, I call our vet that has her history and they're like, you've got to bring her now. You've got to bring her now. Just in case you've got to bring her now. And it's been a very strange unfolding of the day because I go to the vet and they're like, this is very, very strange. They run, we do, <laughs> we did like every test. I helped do a doggy x-ray today, guys. So that was a new experience to my life. You have to stretch the dog out. I don't know if you've ever tried to stretch out a pit bull, right? Much easier to stretch little Tam's dog out. Maya <laughs> weighs 30 kilos, guys. <laughs> so we're like, I'm picking up Maya. Maya's scared of the vet. Maya only feels safe with me. We're stretching out Maya. They're to dress me. Have you guys done an x-ray before? They like literally dress. You have to put this stuff to protect your body. So we're wearing like these paneled clothings. I'm holding Maya. We're stretching her out. We're in the x-ray room. We do blood tests. Everything comes back negative, guys. But the whole of her tummy is inflamed. And the back of her paws are like, she's really struggling to walk. So the doctor's like, there's clearly something wrong. And the doctor starts being like, 
has she fallen off something, right? Like, has she, has she eaten something? Because the only thing they can't test for is poison. So you guys know where I'm going with this, right? And so they're like, take her home, but you've got to bring her tomorrow morning because we have to keep checking on her because they're worrying signs. So I call my friend, we drive her home. Just to add to this story, Craig's not here and I don't drive. <laughs> and so it's a whole palaver. We get home, guys, and I've locked myself out. Um, we can't get into the house. The house is like a security box. And so we start grabbing the chairs to see if we can get in the windows. We grab our white chairs that our cleaning lady found on Friday and there are big male footprints all over our white chairs. And me and my friend, she's she's here, we're looking at stuff. We've only just like literally, I've only just really sat down at my desk about an hour ago and we look and there's these massive footprints. And then the guy that comes to unlock the door comes and there are signs of someone's been trying to get into the house. And then Sonia turns up, okay? And Sonia's like, Han, the dog and cat were absolutely fine whilst you're away, except on Sunday. So she'd been with them Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday they turn up and the cat's been dipped in water. So the top half of the cat think this is her head. It's not wet. These are her paws, not wet. But from here down, do you know what I mean? Like drenched in water. And so Sonia was really mystified about it, but she didn't think more of it. And even more... Maya wouldn't come to the door. Usually Maya waits for her because she knows Sonia. Sonia's here every day, right? You guys know that I do not do house things. Um, wouldn't eat her food, was hiding in a hedge. So we're going to check the security cameras, but we think someone tried to break into the house. And in Ibiza, I don't know if this happens whereabouts you live, but what happens in Ibiza when people try to break into houses, they usually poison the animals. So we think that Maya was like, hit and poisoned right anyway that's an update on why I'm late so I hope you guys could understand because <laughs> I really needed to sort that out we found out though that the house is very hard to break into the the people that tried to break in couldn't get in um so we, we need to just up security in the house and stuff like that but we've been talking about attitude haven't we right? And we've been talking about attitude when life... Sandra says it happened with my cat. That happened with your cat. She got poisoned. By who? Yeah, apparently this is a thing, guys. Like, this is apparently a thing. So, I don't know. I'll wait till Sandra writes there. And I think by someone who tried to break into your home back in France... Okay, see, this is a thing. She died a few days after. We do not need that bit of the story. <laughs> I know. We need, she lived happily ever after and then the robbers got kicked in the balls. <laughs> That's how we're going to end this story. Um, my point being is... We talked about attitude. And what I really wanted to tap into yesterday, and that's why I slowed down to teach the whole concept of manifestation, is that there is a point where we have a mental image impressed in our mind, where we accept it, right? And we permit that to sink into our unconscious. And then we've got a choice to ask ourselves, like, is this 
what I want to be vibrating in. Is this what I want to radiate out? Guys, I've paid for a new door lock, <laughs> a lot of vet fees because we did every single test and tomorrow we'll do every single test. Bills be high, okay, today. And so, you know, as we navigate these things as humans, and, and I think this is where people get this misconnotation, we think, oh, I'm going to do manifestation. There's almost this underlyingness of entitlement, right? Because I'm manifesting, everything has to be perfect. And if it's not perfect, then, you know, poor me, or, or it's going wrong, or da 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 And we forget that this work is less about feeling entitled to a certain set of results, which yes, is a byproduct of this, but more who we get to be as we go through life, right? And so today I choose to not be pissed off at the bills. I'm going, okay. <laughs> like That's literally, I'm like, okay, this is what it is, right? We were meant to launch something today, which we obviously haven't launched. And it's like, I just call Tamsin and it's like, I'm okay, it's okay, right? And then also it's like where we can find gratitude, right? Gratitude that they didn't get in the house. Gratitude that the poison that they've used obviously isn't fatal. It's just something that knocks the doggy out, right? Gratitude that they didn't drown my cat, even though they dipped her in water for whatever fucking reason someone would do that because clearly they're nuts. Um, and, it's in it, and it's really that reminder that, that this is what this work is, right? And we've been talking about this concept recently, like how do I become unstoppable? How do I become unshakable? How do I become, you know, resilient to life? And I talked about this in the embodied CEO, right? What does leadership take? It takes resilience and courage, right? And sometimes resilience and courage isn't, oh, I jumped out of a plane. It's like, I choose to see the good in this. And this is something Bob Proctor always spoke about, right? I choose to see the good in everything. And you remember the story that I told you guys in the in the last free event around losing his manuscript and being like, you know, I choose for, to see this as a good thing. And what I really want to come to here is that a lot of people are living in chronic stress and in chronic pressure. And I used to be one of those people, right? There are not enough hours in the day, um, like, you know, and, and as much as this is a nervous system issue, what's the root cause of an accelerated nervous system? Yes, there is trauma. Yes, there is emotional release. That's half of the conversation. But the other half of the conversation is how do I respond to life? Right? How do I respond to life? And I want to share with you a concept from Steve Hardingson that, you know, I've contemplated a lot. As you guys know, I've contemplated a lot of what I learned from Steve Hardingson in general. And he says, I am that, because he does the I am covenant. I am that I don't believe in emergencies. Can you imagine living like that? Can you imagine? Like, I actually want you to think about that. And I'm not coming here being like, I'm embodying that because I'm absolutely not embodying that in all areas of my life, right? But I want, I want to be the person that can embody that. I am that. There are no emergencies. And I really thought about our good friend, Steve, <laughs> today, as I was sat in the vet. You know, I've got a, a pile of work to do, guys. Um, we had to postpone this for three hours later. Um, we're going to be launching something. 
we've got lots going on. I've got to write emails. I'm, I'm appearing on a live um, talk show this evening. So, so it really isn't the day for your dog to get poisoned, right? Not that there is any ever day, right? But as I was sat in the vet, I had to contemplate, and maybe Tam can share a bit on this. There is a time where this experience would have stressed me to the point of, do you know when you get so stressed that the next day you're exhausted because your nervous system has been so on alert, right? That it's like, do you ever feel that? That you're so anxious that you just, you're fucked the next day. It's like you're completely depleted, right? And it's because we've allowed an emergency. And so I believe in commitment. I believe in doing the things that we need to do. But I'm also sitting with, you know, the opportunity in today. And I'm like, well, maybe this was an opportunity to be faced with an emergency, but not to respond like it's an emergency, right? And so maybe there is something that is like being created within me today that the universe is permitting me to practice. Now, what I want you guys to notice is, and, and what I'm trying to model is that this is a whole different way of thinking because we can be really pissed off at life, but who loses out when we're pissed off at life? We do, we do, right? Does me being pissed off change what happened? Does me being pissed off make Maya better? No. Does me pissed off serve you guys? No, right? I knew that my state of being, right? When we're asking about, given this set of circumstances, what am I creating? My highest priority was getting a session in with you guys today. My second, well, equal priorities was Maya, right? And then being on a fucking talk show at 10 o'clock this evening. And I'm okay. And I refuse to believe that I will not be good. I refuse to believe that my body can't adapt. And so I'm tired, guys, today. And, and I really hope that you're getting something from this because I really want this to be a vulnerable share, but I also want this to be a teaching opportunity because I really, really, what I aim to do, guys, is, is tell you the, the truth, <laughs> to not sugarcoat life and business. But, you know, as I was sat at the vets, I was thinking to myself, you know, I could be stressed and I could be telling myself, oh, Han, you know, you're not going to be prepared for the talk interview and you're going to be shit, right? And people do this in business. They're like, you're not ready, blah, blah, blah. You procrastinate doing the things, right? Until you realize that life puts you in a pickle and you've just got to fucking do it. And then you get to believe I am that I can always perform when I need to perform, right? I am that, I've always got it. I am that, that even if I don't prepare, this is gonna be extraordinary. And so guys, this is a little bit of gold for you. How am I able to go live every single day? How am I able to write a trillion and one emails? How am I able to teach an intensive every single month? How am I able to do lives, masterminds, train people on certification? respond to one-to-one -to -one messages, do social media, run a team. I don't prepare, <laughs> generally speaking. I would have liked to prepare more for this new experience this evening, 
because it's that level of trust that we get to develop in these moments. Trust in life, trust in ourselves, trust in the good. And ultimately that's gonna affect the quality of your life. And I'm gonna bring this to energetic momentum in a second so we can see something. Sandra says, I so appreciate you committing to it. <laughs> I was going to say you're welcome, but it's not really a welcome situation. Like I'm committed to it because I'm committed to it. You know, like <laughs> it's also, um, I'm going to read this in a second. It's also, you know, I think there is a, a, a level in business right now where people have been taught you don't have to work hard to have successful results. But I think that if you as a leader aren't showing your clients or your team commitment, people unconsciously aren't going to trust you, right? And so when there are opportunities like this, for me, it's an opportunity to lead in and lean in and keep building that trust with all of you. Tamsin says it's also going directly into the wish fulfilled that you are laughing and playing with um, Maya on the beach. What do you mean? When you were talking earlier, Hannah, about catching yourself I think you're saying about catching yourself and I am that mm. I don't have a disaster or whatever it is that you said is no. catching the it's yeah it's catching the thought and also you know we could easily go into oh my god the dog is gonna die this is gonna be awful um I've got to go to Marbella and I've, and I've just come back from Dubai and Craig's not here and blah 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 blah, blah. whereas we take a step back we catch our thought yeah. Almost training ourselves instantly to catch that thought. And that's what I did. I was like, I sent a message to you. I was like, I'm, I'm imagining being in Ibiza again. And she's like, oh, it's dancing. And we're down the beach together, you know? She's like, oh, it's dancing. Is that Maya? I like oh, you. That's what she does. Yeah, like your freaking dog. Maya's like, <laughs> like she's a pit bull. I haven't yeah. seen Maya do this ever. <laughs> she does with me. I don't know what she does. With God damn beautiful. <laughs> but yeah, just imagining her being happy and joyful and healthy and well. Exactly. And 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 also, you know, working on your resources. So today, guys, like massive appreciation. Tam leaned in, let all of you guys know. My friend picked us up from the vet. My other friend was sending healing frequencies to Maya. Like suddenly it's like this whole spiritual team, like the dog do no <laughs> we will send frequencies <laughs> and so we get to be grateful for that as well right we get to be and, and if we end up in a situation where we don't feel the support instead of feeling sad about the support not being there we can be like okay how can I be the person to create that so there's always always opportunity but yes Tamsin did send me that message um Daniela said the situation much different than much different than what you experienced today, yet similar to your traveler's story. I missed my train to Amsterdam and I could feel old stories coming into my mind and I choose to not let, to the, let them control me. I made the choice that this was gonna be good for me. I brought the energy of residence, trust, safety and expansion to Amsterdam and I had the most incredible experience and I landed an incredible job. Yes, this is, this is the work. I also entailed doing four, um, how would I say this? H Hearth, Hearth, healing, Hearth, Hearth, okay. Um, of course, I'm dyslexic and you throw in a random H with like an apostrophe. <laughs> be kind, Daniela, be kind. Um, that was so intuitively on point with the reading and energetically healing for my clients like they've been having wild results ever since the sessions. And this is it, guys. And this is it. And so 
this is where we start to get pernickety and we can become vibrational snobs, right? Because Daniela, I can guarantee if you'd gone into old stories, you wouldn't have had that experience that you've just had, right? And it's not about perfection because we'll fall in and we'll get it wrong. And it's like, it's it's normal as humans, we learn, but it's like the percentage increases of the amount of time that we catch it. And, you know, I am of the belief system that all of the healing work and the trauma work and is super amazing, right? But for me, mastery is, did I catch the thought before I spiraled? right? Because it's so subtle. It's so subtle. And I believe in all of it. I do not believe in a hierarchy of modalities. I do not believe in the world of my modality is better than your modality, right? But it's like, if we can be attuned to the subtleness, and you can do it on a physiological level as well, right? You might not notice the thought, but you might notice the heart rate. You might not notice the thought, but you notice, you know, you're not in your body. Subtle, subtle, subtle but it makes a really, really big difference. And so we get to be grateful when we have opportunity, right? To go into that. Right, it's so interesting you bring this up as I've been slowing the fuck down and not allowing myself to be rushed, yeah. So not allowing ourselves to be rushed is again, I'm not gonna go into emergency, but let me tell you something interesting and and, and I want you to do an experiment on this and, and I'm gonna get the slides now and we're gonna continue, but. Daniela, I want you to be attuned to yourself, right? When you don't allow yourself to be rushed, do you go faster? Right? Right? So Craig's got this joke with me, like Craig gets up at five in the morning. By the time I'm woken up, he's done like a whole fucking Ironman. He's not done an Ironman, but he's done a really big workout. He's like cooked the food for the day. He's probably written a fucking book. Do you know what I mean? And I peer out of bed like slowly and I'm like this little sloth creature and I'm like Gollum in the morning. Don't want to be disturbed. Angry if he kisses me. Um, And a, a common joke that we have in our house is that I don't like to be rushed. I can't be rushed. I go at my rhythm, right? But everyone else outside me thinks my rhythm is very fast. Because I think when we're not being rushed, we're not in stress. So we can just move at the natural organic rhythm. And that's faster than when we're rushed, which is not our natural rhythm. Do you know what I mean? Makes sense. Okay, when I rush, I make a mess, then I've got to clean it up. Exactly. Causing me to take more time. Of which, by the way, the guy, the reason that I locked myself out of my house today is because... Maya was vomiting and couldn't walk and I rushed, right? That's how I ended up locking myself out of my house. (laughs) Didn't catch it then, okay? It's all interesting, guys. This is all interesting. This is all opportunity to practice. But for me, it's, it's important. And these are big conversations. And some people will say, oh, this has got nothing to do with business or, oh, this has got nothing to do with energetics, right? But it fucking does. But it was a but this was a blessing locking yourself out. It was a blessing locking myself out because if not, I wouldn't have noticed that someone had broken into the house. You wouldn't have known about the thief, exactly, because that's why I found the big men feet. Which, by the way, this dude, big ass toes. <laughs> Sonia was like, Are those your feet? I was like, Do my toes look that big? It was like, Do you know what I mean? I was like, Fucking hell, like big, big man feet. That was not a woman's foot. Blessing in disguise that you did rush since now you get to increase the security of your house. Exactly. And this is the type of thinking that we want in this space. Okay. So let's come back to this, right? 
and 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 let's workshop this and i'd like you to put this in, in the chat for me so what would be a good attitude around the situation that i've just described what would be a 10 out of 10 attitude and this is going to show me if we've understood the word of attitude and what it means And yes, I'm going to test you. And for those of you guys that are watching the replay, please also respond <laughs> before we give you the answer. Actually, I'm just going to double check to see if people are in. Um... The group. Okay. Oh, Corrine is like, hi, how's Maya? Corrine, hopefully you can hear me now, darling. I, I shared the story at the start, but we think that she's Corrine gonna be like, fine. she's gonna be fine. Um, thank you so much for asking. Okay. Fab. What would be a 10 out of 10 attitude in this situation? And I love that Bob Proctor asks that, right? He's like, rate it from zero to 10. Because we see it's not a yes or no, it's a spectrum, right? So we always get to improve. What would be a 10 out of 10? Maybe I can open this so I can see Corinne as well. Let me do that. Yes, I was here for that. Glad you guys got it all sorted. Thank you, darling. Corinne, I'm going to keep my phone open so I can see your comments as well, darling. Okay. This is like a school test, guys. <laughs> like, how much have you got this concept? How are you doing it as well? No. <laughs> oh god i love you guys what a bloody detailed response look at this you guys are the best okay the attitude yes you've broken it down exactly this is what i was seeing okay thoughts knowing that everything is working out for you feelings trust safety resonance that everything has happened is for your becoming beautiful actions doing everything that you've been doing showing up with Maya for love showing up for the school of IH for the show that you're doing tonight in your pure energy oh god I can't believe I'm doing a show tonight and not getting stuck in the stories that could have happened yes exactly right you chose to be in the resonance with trust and love instead of imprinting on the formless that things went to shit Okay, that's amazing. So guys, what I wanted you to see there is, can you see that it's the composite of all three, right? That's what I wanted to make sure, which we've got there, okay? So really, really important. Attitude is determined by the ideas that you choose and permit yourself to get emotionally involved in. Do you see that? Choose and permit yourself to get emotionally involved in, okay? So what I want us to do today is we're going to continue from, from where we stopped yesterday. Um, and you guys can do this again with another situation. But I want to complete the journaling questions. And then we're going to tie this to the law of assumption. Before we even do that, 
I'm curious, can you guys see in your mind how this is connected to the law of assumption or not? Is it obvious? Yeah? You think so? Okay. I think the law of assumption is going to land in a way that it's never landed before today after we go through this. But let's finish our journaling questions. Does everyone here still remember their situation from yesterday? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Amazing. So what I want to do, so yesterday, if we're going to use language to the process that we did, it was almost alchemy. Can you see that? Do you see it was that beautiful journey from this is a situation I don't like to how do I get to change my attitude, right? So yesterday was kind of that journey of alchemy for when we realize that we're in a funk and we want to change our attitude, okay? But you know me, even though that is enough to shift your reality, even though that is enough to start giving you a different set of results, what's missing? What's the final step? Can you repeat that? So the process that we did yesterday was a version of alchemy. Why? What does alchemy mean? Alchemy means you make gold out of matter. So what did we do yesterday? We chose a situation that wasn't of your liking. And we gained awareness of what in me is being created here. We gained awareness of what's my unconscious attitude to this situation? We gained awareness of, is that creating what I desire in my life, right? And then we took a journey. So we went from, I'm over here, this situation feels, right? To what would be a better, more improved attitude of this situation, okay? That's what we did yesterday. It's almost like a shamanic journey. Do you notice that when we're working with the unconscious mind, I don't go, oh, you should just believe something else. <laughs> we go on this journey through the journaling questions. But the last phase is missing. What's the last phase? Embodiment, yes. What is embodiment in this context? visualizing the outcome why the energetic accelerator for the rest of time is going to be known as the time that hannah painstakingly took us through the manifestation process in minute detail 700 times so we could see every bit of it taking what we've alchemized into action yes how wish fulfilled be do have no <laughs> You're all wrong, <laughs> which is why we're doing this seven times, 70 million times, okay? Let's go through the process. My crown chakra is open. 
What happens? What's coming through? Formless. Okay. What happens on conscious level when the formless substance is coming through? We're in printing. Yeah. We get emotionally involved. It goes to the unconscious. It shifts our vibration. Right. That leads to action. So we took a situation that we did not like. If the situation is already manifest, what do we know? That it's already been imprinted because it's already been created, okay? So we've shifted our attitude, yes, that we accepted it. We shifted our attitude yesterday, okay? We became aware of our attitude to the situation and then we shifted our attitude. So we stopped letting the external situation control us and we changed our attitude, right? Changing our attitude is having thoughts. What do we need to know? What do we know that we need to do with thoughts to change our vibration? What do we have to do? Danielle is looking at me as if I'm speaking like alien tongue. <laughs> And I was like, did you take, she's like, did you take drugs at the vet too, Anna? Did, did you decide to join Maya? Guys, I think this is so obvious that it's not obvious. How do we take a thought to vibration? We've got to feel it. We've got to get emotionally, <laughs> I'm so bad at tests. <laughs> We've got to get emotionally involved in it, okay? That's the final step. We've got to imprint the new thing that we want to create on the formless substance. Okay? That's it. That's all it is. It's the new imprinting to the formless substance. Okay? Because we've shifted our attitude. We've shifted our thoughts. But we want to make sure they're not just thoughts that stay in our conscious mind. We want to make sure that they shift our vibration. And we, we it's almost like, you know, it's almost like... <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you're a ship okay and you've got a situation yeah Daniela's like this is actually very obvious yes it is <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad that we're all in the same space today so you're a ship right and you're pointing this way and that's the way of, of your situation okay and so what we've started doing by shifting our attitude okay is that we've started shifting the direction the ship is going but by getting emotionally involved in our new attitude and getting emotionally involved in what we want to create, it's like you swing the ship and you go toward the next island or the next land or the thing that you want to create. So we just want to really make sure that we lock this in. So it's not just like a superfluous soft process. It's like, no, right? So for example, for me, I would say I'm done with bills. I would say that I've had enough unexpected bills with my flights. <laughs> with hotels, with vets, with doors, with things, okay? So the example could be, I'm like, okay, what in me is attracting that? I'm going to look at the situation and do this. And I'm, I'm not just going to look at it, gain awareness. I'm going to program in, all I do is get paid, <laughs> you know? And lock that in. So there's a different shift. There's a different creative pull in reality. And what I want you guys to understand is that this is super duper important. 
You guys are going to need to use this a trillion times in your life when you realize that you're manifesting situations that you don't desire, right? Maybe you're in a business like where you're in this rut where it just like can't quite get the results, right? That's where we shift our attitude and then we impress it, okay? We impress it and that's the driving creative force, okay? So that's what we're going to do. I want you guys to get emotionally involved in what you want to create from your situation. Do we have journals? Okay, so I'm going to give you a question. I'm going to put Ape Chimba on again. And we're going to start getting emotionally involved by describing the scenario. Now, I want you to practice somatic awareness as you write. How does it feel in my system as I'm describing the new situation? Okay. So if you've got your journal from yesterday, that's going to be even better. So the question is, I want you to imagine this situation differently. We've not just changed our attitude now, right? We're telling the universe what we want. It's like the Steve Hardinson situation, uh, the Steve Hardinson question. Given this set of circumstances, what do you want to create? Let's imprint what we're creating. So I want you to, to answer this. Imagine this situation differently, right? Imagine this situation as you desire it to be. Take a moment to envision and impress this on your unconscious mind. We impress this in our unconscious mind, like Corinne threw in the chat as well, by feeling it, okay? So as you write how you want this situation to look, feel it in your body, okay? Notice the sensations in your system. So for example, I might be writing, like Tamsin said, Maya's on the beach, her tail is wagging, but that's not what's important. What's important is how I feel as Maya's tail wags and she can walk properly, okay? We're gonna do this, then we're gonna drop it into alpha, okay? This is an opportunity, guys, in the Energetic Accelerator, which is more about programming and practices than theory, as I mentioned yesterday, to expand in your vision, okay? So you can start just throwing in things here that you're creating all together. It doesn't just have to be related to the situation, okay? So feel free to go deep, feel free to go wide, right? Really be in it. I'm gonna give you five minutes until it's 10 to, okay? Just to be with us.
Final minute, guys. Final minute. And when you've finished writing your sentence, just dropping in an emoji to the chat, just so I know um, that we finished. And as we wait for everyone to finish, I want us to straight go into the feeling, okay? Again, we're just embodying and we're practicing today. So find somewhere where you can lie down or you can be super relaxed that you're not gonna fall asleep on me, okay? That we can put this into alpha, okay? And as we just come together, I want you to be thinking in your head, what else do I wanna imprint on alpha, right? What else do I wanna shift in alpha? Okay, and we're gonna do the three scenes technique and it's gonna be beautiful. And you're gonna oh, just have a complete shift in frequency. Thank <laughs> you.